How's it going, guys? Medium difficulty question pharmacokinetic step one. Before you start the subscribing channel, I really appreciate it. Give you a like, really appreciate it. Find me on Instagram, Melman underscore medical, MHLMN underscore medical links down below from your telegram. Links to the telegram group channel down below. And I'll start the clip. 24 year old dude partakes in a research study in which drug X is administered, followed by the administration of sodium bicarbonate, weak base. And then the question wants to know which combination of properties of drug X will facilitate maximal elimination. Now, of course, we no longer have the numerical step one, where a lot of the pharmacokinetics garbage, nonsense, a lot of it you don't have to worry about. Nearly identical question shows up on one of the online NBME exams. So I'll just walk you through this real quick, not going to be dramatic. Okay. So let's just look at the answer choice here. So for plasma protein binding, in order to have greater elimination, we would want decreased plasma protein binding. We're only going to be looking at these bottom answer choices here. Now, drugs that are administered, if they non-covalently bind to albumin within the plasma, within the intravascular compartment, albumin can provide a stabilizing effect where we have decreased elimination. You can think about this renally where albumin, if the size and charge barrier of the glomerular basin membrane is intact, albumin should not pass through. It should stay within the vascular compartment. So if you have a drug that is non-covalently bound to and stabilized by albumin, it's not going to cross through Bowman capsule. But if the drug is free, i.e. it's not covalently, it's not non-covalently bound to albumin, it should be able to pass through Bowman capsule more readily. So we'll have increased filtration of drug into the urine if it's not bound to albumin. Okay. So uh, decreased positive protein binding facilitates greater elimination. Let's look at uh, volume and distribution next. doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure out that if your drug is distributed into more of your tissues, then it would be harder to eliminate it. A decreased volume of distribution could reflect drug that's limited to the intravascular space, okay, limited to the plasma. A moderate volume of distribution could reflect a drug that also distributes into interstitial spaces. A higher volume of distribution could reflect a drug that is also soluble within adipose tissue. It's more difficult to eliminate because it's within more of the tissues. So for greater elimination, we want a drug that not only does it have reduced plasma protein binding so that it can be filtered into the urine more readily, but we also want a drug with a decreased volume of distribution so that it's limited to the intravascular space. It's not dissolved. It's not within interstitial spaces or within adipose tissue. So we're looking at these bottom two answer choices here. Now the arguably the more difficult component, looking at the PKA, as if this is high school AP chemistry or gen chem, is going to be that even if you have no idea what's going on, we know that we gave a base, a weak base bicarb that facilitated the elimination of drug X. And you can say, well, hold on a second. I'm aware that aspirin, salicylic acid, we treat that with sodium bicarbonate because that will, quote, increase, increase elimination via urinary alkalinization. So you can say, I know aspirin, salicylic acid, acid, aspirin's acidic, and we gave bicarb to treat that. And that, that must mean that PKF5 is the correct answer. Okay. So let me explain. If you have an acidic drug, what that means is you tend to have a hydroxyl group, an OH, that if we alkalinize, if we increase pH, we're going to deprotonate it. So the OH will become an O minus, an oxalate. Ionic species slash moieties demonstrate decreased proclivity for absorption slash reabsorption. So 
if we have an acidic drug, drug X, such as aspirin, and we deprotonate it into O- within the renal tubules, that ionic species will demonstrate decreased reabsorption and increased elimination. Okay, so acidic drugs are eliminated via alkalinization more readily. So that's why our final answer choice is correct. You say, well, I still don't get it. What's PKA? My response is, doesn't fucking matter. It's not gen chem, but PKA reflects the pH at which half of the drug is protonated, half the drug is deprotonated. So if you have a PKA that is under seven, you have an acidic drug, alkalinization facilitates excretion. If you have a basic drug, a PKA that's above seven, then you would have acidity such as ammonium chloride, NH4 plus, that would facilitate elimination. You know the deal, I'm just to make more content if you like my subscribe my channel. Appreciate your time. That's it.